What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor. Oh, good old voices as well, man. Yeah. Wow. Oh. That felt like a throwback. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Almost like a throwback. <laughs> like like when when like uh like watching Roger Federer win his like Grand Slam like five years after he hasn't won a Grand Slam. Like, You're seeing me saying thrice weekly or your voice sounding uh less like you ran sandpaper through it? Uh, everything plus you know oh just saying good old humor rather than apologizing for for not doing enough <laughs> podcasts and all that yeah but, but I'm sure people who listen to the last podcast can tell a significant difference in uh, your voice uh, but maybe mm. you can just give people a, a little peek into what the fuck was going on the last week no I, I've been I've I mean the the larger things that I've been three months for three months since my kids started going to school I've been dealing with one like virus and one bug after another. Mm. The last two weeks has just been, it was concentrated in this like crazy battle, high fever, you know, high fever, tonsillitis, sore throat, cough, everything. I went through everything. Lah. Basically, yeah, I, 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 I saw the, you know, I saw, I saw the, what was the third that we used in screenwriting? Uh? The, uh, the third act, you know, when you, the gauntlet oh. of death, is it? The gauntlet of death, yeah, correct. Yeah, something like that. Lah. Basically, I reached that point and now it's <laughs> the end. I, I'm hoping that's where the end really. Lah. I mean, even though you said that very same speech, I think a few weeks ago before your last bout. So, <laughs> fingers crossed. Fingers um, crossed, yeah. Fingers crossed. But but yeah, now it's good to be doing a podcast on at the start of the week again at regular timing yeah. and talking about news and just news. Yeah, and news that's like, rocking the world uh, everyone's talking about it yeah right? I've been so itchy in fact I've been holding off talking to my friends about this because I wanted to save it for the podcast so it's going to oh. be a release oh that's like saving it you're like saving it for me uh. <laughs> yeah, <that's> <laughs> <laughs> I'm like no see. guys yeah. I yeah. cannot talk about this because I need to talk about this with Terrence and yeah. our audience <laughs> Yeah, yeah. To our audience, are really, I think, I think there's even interest already, lah. Right? In the, yeah, yeah. Even our subreddit, people are already like, "Hey, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this." Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we need a bit more time to research today, also, because it's a huge fucking thing. But huge uh, topic, yeah. yeah. Before that, well, what, what are we plugging, my friend? Uh, I think um, because you know, you know how algorithms work, lah, and mm. uh, and Spotify being the the main capsule through which a lot of people listen to our podcast. I think it's important to, to you know, we need to, the, the fact that we've been sort of like in and out, in and out the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, like like makes our discoverability a bit uh, tougher. Lah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm very glad people were listening to our old episodes or, or you know, uh, checking out our sponsored episodes that, that we did and all that. But, but uh, yeah, just, just wanting to get back on the regular track and, and just getting, making sure that the discoverability of our podcast is still there. Uh, what, what do we want people to do? Uh? Um, it'd be just helpful if you could uh, give a rating to this podcast wherever you listen to, if there is a way to rate it. Uh, I know Apple has the one to five star. Spotify has the one to five star. Um, I mean, even if even if it means sharing it with someone you know who might not have listened to us before, that would be much appreciated. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, man. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, it's a... Uh... You know, it's a get, we're getting back on our feet again, right? Yeah, so, yeah, getting back on our feet, getting our throats, uh, our throats back on on track. Yeah, it will help a lot in yeah. the whole process. Cool. 
Okay, awesome. So, awesome. the first topic. Let's jump right into it, man. Yeah, just jump right. I think if you haven't heard about the kerfuffle that has been emanating from the US, then you need to update your social news feed, man. Yeah. Um, but it is the topic uh, about the Supreme Court in the US overturning Roe versus Wade. Yes. Yeah, which in and of itself sounds like a weird sentence, but there is so much history. Like, holy shit, there is so much history. Uh, but I mean, in, in the in, in the broader, just broader general public, uh, mm. in the headlines, what would you generally be, or what what have people generally been saying, as in reading? Well, what does this Roe v. Wade actually mean for the US, lah? Um, it just means that the constitutional right to an abortion is no longer a right. Mm. Uh, at the at the country level uh, of the US and mm-hmm. it's now up to the individual states to decide whether or not they legalize or make abortion uh, illegal yeah yeah and then I, I guess it's a it's a very big deal because it's almost it's been almost 50 years mm. since that uh, since the ruling that the abortion is a constitutional right la, right yeah yeah correct yeah, and, and for it to be overturned now is uh, uh there are very few times that like like such huge um, I don't even know if there's any precedent at all where such a huge uh, uh, decision was made in, in the Supreme Court already. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, they, there's a lot to unpack. Um, I think initially there were already people t- saying that, okay, abortion is going to be illegal in the US or the US is going to ban abortion. That's not factually the most accurate line and we will get into the Correct. reasons why. Um, yeah. so, so maybe to, to start, shall I just do a, a, a high level History of Roe versus Wade. Ken, Ken, Ken. This is your this, this is, is your time forte, to shine. Yeah. This is your <laughs> time to shine. You know, you know, last time there's always like the I know history class or what their teacher asked, who has read up on the topic yeah, already? Yeah. Can everyone <laughs> student please volunteer and just give us a summary? You're, you're the student that seated, seated the first or second yeah, row. Like, me, me, raise hand. Me, 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 uh, a some uh, a polarizing thing in the US and I guess around the world uh, uh, in in the it just going way back even in 1821 Connecticut became the first state in the US to make abortions illegal so mm. since then right from 1821 uh, every major development there were a lot of developments that that kind of were against abortion uh, there was campaigning that carried on by doctors in the 1900s to make abortion illegal across the entire US by the 1900s. Um, 1921 was the founding of the American Birth Control League. Sounds like a fucking football competition or something. But it became the Planned Parenthood organization, which we now have heard of. Then 1950, abortions um, became, there were more medical advancements. So it wasn't just um, something in the stratosphere that, that it wasn't the most accessible. But because... There were different ways of doing it. There was like a black market of uh, abortions being uh, for the US like, because it was generally illegal. And then in the 60s, there was a resurgence under President John F. Kennedy. Um, and then there was more of the equal rights movement and there was more lobbying for legal access to abortion like, and that became a goal for the activists. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Colorado, 1967, they decriminalized abortion for cases of rape incest. And where pregnancy or giving birth would leave, would put the put the mother in danger. Mm, so, yes. um, then 1970, Hawaii becomes the first state to fully legalize abortions. 
Um, and there was a so so that like it, there was already a movement happening in the seventies, like but but the case for Roe versus Wade was monumental because it happened in Texas, and yeah. essentially, uh, Jane Roe, who is actually uh, is actually not the the mother's real name, and we can get into mm-hmm. that also. She was uh, suing the the state of Texas for the law that made abortions illegal, except in cases where it threatened the life of the mother. Like. And over the next two years, the Supreme Court fought it, and in the end. They said, okay, you know, we will uphold a constitutional right to get an abortion. Mm. And then mm. after that, there were a bunch of different developments. There was a bunch of cases that tried to fight against it. And I think Wade versus uh, Roe versus Wade was always held as like, okay, they were referred to and the the, the cases in the past 20, 30 years always referred to that. Like, and generally, that Roe versus Wade was the benchmark uh, that was the, the, the guiding light. Like. Mm, so mm. now, uh, over the past one or two years, there's, there's apparently been a lot happening in the behind closed doors about about overturning this. And now the Supreme Court voted, uh, I think seven two, uh, seven two in favor of overturning it, lah. Means mm. they are fucking rolling back the laws to pre Roe versus Wade, which is 1970s, lah. Mm. And and I would lah, like like broadly. W- what what happened previously was that across the US there was a constitutional right to get an abortion. Even though states in Texas they did have certain things that um kind of made it harder to get an abortion. Like, like your abortion clinic yeah. needs to meet these standards and some ridiculous standards which put a lot of them out of business. Um but mm. like a, like as a woman you could still argue that okay, it is my right. Now mm. the US, the Supreme Court is saying Okay, we're leaving it to the states. And we all know the states in the US, some are very conservative, some lean very right, versus yeah. some lean very left. La. Yeah. So, that's where we're at. Yeah, and I think they actually voted 5-4 oh. to, to overturn. 5-4? to four. To, Holy shit, yeah. when I get 7-2? 5-4. Yeah, 5-4 yes, to, to, to overturn uh, Roe v. Wade. La. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 7-2 was back in 1973. Sorry. Mm, yeah, okay, 5-4. Yeah, yeah. So, so when... Like, what what was your uh, awareness of this thing even being on the brink of over overturning uh, before um, the past weekend? No, I think there was a leak of mm. uh, what the justices were planning to do to to do already in May. So there yeah. had already been, uh, I think, a lot of discussion and protests and building up towards this. Like, people weren't 100% sure, but it seemed to be the, the case. Mm. And... Uh, I think the rumblings over the last few years, especially under Trump, was that they were, they were because the ultimately the in the U.S. the Supreme Court is not a they're not the judges are not elected right? Mm. They're actually selected for a lifetime term by the sitting president of the United States. Mm. That means they just basically wait until someone retires or 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 dies, then they then they the president gets to name someone to replace that person so depending on whether it's a conservative or you know a democratic president or what, then uh, they will put in someone who probably has closer political leadings to their own party, lah, right? Mm. Uh, so during Trump's time, I think there were a couple of contentious names, but they you they were obviously putting in more conservative uh, leading judges, lah, right? Yeah, and 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 we we talk about them being conservative or, or more liberal, but at the end of the day. They are supposed to be. They're supposed to appear impartial, la, as a 
as the judicial system, as the overseeing the whole judicial system, right? Yeah. So they're not supposed to be so blatantly like um, uh, opinionated, uh. opinionated oh. and political about it. So there is this term that is being thrown around a lot called starry decisis or something like that. Mm. I don't know if you've come across it. Uh, yeah, starry decisis. Employ my expert pronunciation skills to say it. Yeah, yeah every starry decisis is literally translated to, to stand by decided things. Oh, shit. Where mm. It's a general, I wouldn't say it's a rule, but generally the um, Supreme Court justices have all stood by starry decisis, which means that if whatever has been decided before, right, uh, you generally don't go and overturn it unless it's unless it's a, a really egregious thing, like, you know, like like life and death kind of thing. Mm. And, and you generally don't go backwards and go and overturn old decisions saying that, oh, they, they made such bad mistakes. And especially over time, as more and more of, of society and science catches up with everything, like, for example, the, the, the you know, the... Uh, s- s- you know, signs showing that abortion can be safe and can can help to save a lot of mothers' lives and all that, right? You know, there's there's the signs on the ground now, lah. Since that we've had fifty years of of it going on, yeah. Uh, so it's not for the court to suddenly just turn around and say, oh, you know, because because we we are conservatives and we believe in the we're pro life and everything, we're all gonna we're gonna change everything, lah. Um, so there needs to be the appearance of this starry decisis, lah, where, where where they they stand by by the precedents that have been decided before. La. And that's mm. why this, this I think that's why uh, if you ask the legal scholars or, or commentators or analyst, analysts about uh, this, this is why this is very shocking la, because it seems like they've basically thrown this this tradition out the window mm. and they're very blatantly just saying that, okay, this is, that was such a terrible decision made 50 years ago and in spite of everything that has happened since then, in spite of all the other rulings that have have uh, you know reinforced what it was and all that? Uh, we are yeah we're going to, we're just throwing this out and we're very being very blatant about uh, we're not going to care what people think about us la. But yeah. but but there's also are you saying that they are saying that oh how can the Supreme Court go against this stereo decisis because that's the that's the pillow of the legal system and all that? No 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 it's it's just uh I mean it's a very delicate balance uh, right like yeah. like when you are voted in the office. Um, obviously people expect you to be to be fair especially as a judge they expect you to be fair impartial but as any human being you will have biases right yeah you will have your thoughts about religion you will have your thoughts about abortion and, and pro-life um, leanings and everything so the idea is that you you need to appear impartial right yeah you need to find ways to argue for your opinion without sounding like you are just a political tool, you know, mm. that was put in place by Donald Trump. Yeah. So I think what what is is uh very shocking about this is is like they, they they seem like they don't care anymore. They seem like they don't care that the institution seems um seems very politicized. That a lot of people will be like uh thrown off by this 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 ruling of theirs, mm. and that um you know I mean we have fifty years of this already, right? In the, so. Uh, now suddenly everything uh, there'll be a lot of changes state by state lah, yeah. in terms of how how uh, they're gonna handle abortion. So so, forward, so what you're saying is that it's it's more uh, surprising than than wrong lah. because okay let's say even in Singapore with this whole repeal three seven seven a and all it's something that has been 
ruled one way in the past, but mm. things do change. Right? Things do get overturned. Right? Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, generally, and generally, they do get overturned in the direction of uh, liberalization. Mm. You know, if you look at anything, whether it's you know women's women's rights and and and, and uh, or emancipation of slaves and everything, generally, mm. it's overturned in the direction of uh, in history, like it's overturned in the direction of more and more liberal uh, freedoms, like, Right, because. Mm. Uh, science and all that, and 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 decreased religiosity in the population, and all that catches up, right? Yeah. So so uh, that in generally it goes in that direction. So but this one is going backwards and saying we're going back fifty years and saying that 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 oh they they made such a bad decision fifty years ago lah, and then uh, we need to go back you know to what it was before nineteen seventy three. Yeah, and I guess yeah. that is what is surprising lah because the one thing that if you look at the the statements from uh okay, so this is by and large more Republican than Democrat, right? There's no, there's no, there's no two ways about it, right? What do you mean? As, as in, in the... as in this this pro life versus pro choice, it is it is divided that way, lah, right? Yeah, like, cons- I say conservatives and and liberals, lah. Yeah. No, because conservatives now, and liberals. Lah. Because that's where it, then it becomes confusing, right? Because in the U.S. political system, it is not conservatives against the liberals; it's Republicans against Democrats, lah, right? That's the name of the, the. I mean, that's the names of the parties, lah. But if you ask what they generally stand for, oh, you the mean Republicans, the Republicans? Ah, okay, okay. Uh, they stand for more conservative uh, values and everything, but uh, Democrats are a bit more liberal, lah, Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, I will still refer to them as as Republicans because then you have Republican senators and Republican um individuals, like Whereas the conservative and liberals is more like the the philosophy or the values behind the policies, lah, Right. No, but the judges are not are not based on. Then you can't say the Republican judge or. Uh, oh no! So ju- I was going to say right? I was going to say the senators. Because, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 because the the one thing that I've seen the the senators who are now on interview are saying it's the best day ever, and and it's all like one thing I hear is that it's for the safety of the mother la, the safety of the woman. But like what you said, right? There are so many advancements in science, and now I think the statistics of something going wrong during an abortion is is like less than zero point zero zero seven percent, or even less than that mm, mm. So so it feels yeah like like you hear this, you're like oh shit, uh, that's that's it's weird that they are rolling back that way. Also, because there's no mention at the at the in the constitution of anything about exceptions la. The exceptions are all down to the states, right? And I think certain states like Texas already has a trigger law which is going to kick into effect, which does not exclude uh pregnancies due to rape or incest la. Mm-hmm. And and you if you see the the videos of the people who are on the streets celebrating, right? Uh, mm. Even Trump himself, he was at a rally saying this is the the best thing, uh, the best thing for life, uh, in the past thirty years or something. Mm. So there's always this thing about okay, it's pro life, you know. Like uh, I've seen people say this this is the day to uh, avenge the deaths of sixty million children who have been lost after mm. since nineteen seventy three by due to abortion. Then you listen to it, you're like, oh shit, um, this thing is so fucking deep. Because on one hand, there's the the pro-life is all about, okay, once there's conception, there is life, right? Mm, mm. Uh, and I think even before this policy, I think late-term uh, abortions are still illegal in the US. I think the cap is 15 weeks, mm. right? And it's not say it's so conservative in Germany, it's 12 weeks. 
Uh, I'm not so sure what the law is in Singapore, but I'm pretty sure in most countries, if you're eight months pregnant, you can't abort, right? Mm, mm, so it's more correct. about finding, finding okay, where is the general consensus that, okay, this is now a, a, a child as opposed to, to just like a, a, a mass of cells. But with this ruling, it feels like, oh, there are certain states that would just go all out, say, and banning abortion no matter what. Mm. So we've been super uh, in the weeds. Like, yeah. Talking like we're 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 very knowledgeable commentators about American politics, huh? uh, <laughs> yeah. I just want to caveat that everything we know is 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 also stuff we've been reading up and trying to understand ourselves, which everyone should try to like if you're actually really interested in the topic. Um, but but I mean I, I guess the important thing is why 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 are people in Singapore even caring about this because it doesn't uh, affect them so much, right? So I mean I I already got some people are like um. When I meet them, met them over the weekend, they're like, "Oh my god, America banned abortion! How is, is that's totally unbelievable?" So is that accurate? Is that accurate statement uh, to say that? Uh, I don't, I don't think that's accurate because that was my initial <laughs> stance as well. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh fuck, America bans abortion!" Uh, and yeah, then uh, a few people pointed out, and I also realized, "Oh shit, it's not an outright ban." Mm. It's it just basically just- they pushed it to from a uh, countrywide uh, constitutional right. They've made it a state by state. You all have to go and legislate and, and make your own decisions about it. Yeah. And uh, apparently, you know, I think the overwhelming, I'm not say overwhelming, about half, 26 states, uh, abortion is going to become illegal yeah. uh, in, in some shape or form in the US, right? So, yeah. So then the question is, is that so bad? Right. Uh, like- yeah. So, yeah. So that's the follow up question. So that means that if you. If you get pregnant and you really want to have abortion, you can always just travel out of state, like, which is a bit like going from Singapore to, I don't know, JB or KL or what, to get an abortion, right? Yeah. So so let's say you, you're you in Oklahoma, which is you know very conservative and you cannot get abortion. Then maybe you just take a flight to New York and do it there. Yeah. I mean, but, it's uh, it's it's yeah. a lot further distances. La. That's oh, one yeah, thing. it is further yeah, distances. It's further distances. You're going to drive, you know, it takes fucking yeah. hours. La, right? But it's still the same country. It's still, yeah, same, it's still country, same country. Yeah. It's still the same country. It's still the same country. So, okay, so what? what's the big deal there? <laughs> why, why, okay. why are people so upset about that though? Um, I think I think because it still means that you're going to need to uh, take, uh, it's going to cost to go somewhere else. Um, mm. You're going to need time. You're going to need access to, to find even a clinic. And with less clinics available, there's going to be, something's got to give. Like, either you have to wait longer, right? Mm. And if, I mean, okay, so Fully, if, if you haven't noticed yet, we are two dudes who will never get pregnant in our lives. But um, mm. just speaking from, from but I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dad. Oh, you're, you're so dad. I, yeah. Okay. So I do know. I do understand some of the, the, the how tricky it can be, like, Yeah. Yeah. So so it feels like the 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 downside of this is going to be borne by the people who are maybe not able to fly to another country to get an abortion, like. And if you're in a state that bans abortion, uh. And if you're working and you need time off to go get an abortion, can you imagine telling your boss like, "Yo, I need to take leave because I want to go get an abortion"? Mm, They'd be mm. like, "Yo, man, it's a uh, it's banned in our country, and the the punishment is severe. I think for a doctor who carries out an abortion in one of these states, it could be life imprisonment. Mm, it's a it's a felony. Yeah, basically. it's a felony. It's because a felony to to conduct an abortion, unless it's really you're talking about saving the mother's life, life and death kind of thing, uh. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a felony, and and I think like okay, so certain things that I read that are more speculative, admittedly, but hearing the more left leaning politicians like AOC, Elizabeth Warren, um, 
talking, they, they are saying that if you listen to some of the speeches by Republican senators, they're saying that, okay, this is just the beginning. We still have so mm. much more work to do. And yeah. by just by virtue of the current Supreme Court overturning a, disease, a landmark case that was done 50 years ago, then the question is, what else can they overturn? Yeah. yeah. What else? La? That's still speculative. Uh, who knows what the fuck is going on behind closed doors, but you can't, you can't help but wonder, like, oh shit. Um, yeah. if they're reversing this, yeah, what else they can, can they reverse? La? Yeah, so I think, uh, just building what you said, la, I think, yeah, la, the big concern is, um, you know, people who don't have the resources to travel yeah. out of state to do an abortion, uh, a lot of times they're actually the ones who need to as well, la, right? Because yeah. for, of financial difficulty, financial circumstances as well. So they, they you know, it's, 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 um, you're, you're denying access easy access for them, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, you're talking about, uh, for example, I, I've seen statistics where in certain states, like, um, you know, black, uh, for black mothers, right? The, 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 is disproportionate, la, the number of uh, black mothers who, who die, die during pregnancy or die during uh, delivering a baby compared to the number of uh, actual, uh, you know, uh, pregnant black mothers that are like, in the state. Mm. So, 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 or just pregnant women that are in the state. Like. So it's just, uh, you know, for because of demographics and, and, and the different circumstances um, for, for different types of people, uh, access to abortion is, is a very uh, real problem like, um, for some of them. So, yeah. so it's not even an issue about are you pro-life or are you pro-death? It's just, it's just like, it, it'll, It just so fundamentally affect uh, you and your lifestyle that it it could literally kill you, like, right? Yeah. Um. So there's there's one yeah the one of the major arguments going against uh, about this stuff like, from the that you will hear from uh probably more liberal more left leaning uh media outlets as well because uh, the right side I think on the right a lot of them are if you hear a lot of the right commentators they're saying boohoo you know all you hear you all you hear is all these leftists crying about um about Roe v Wade which was a terrible um terrible judgment to begin with and uh now is is being is being basically um legislated by by the individual states uh, which it should have been from the very start and which it was it was in the process of doing like what you said in Hawaii and everything like right yeah, yeah. so um this is just uh the it was the supreme court overstepping its boundaries And now it's sort of like peddling it backwards, uh, right? Yeah. So that's what you will hear a lot of uh, right commentators saying that that the left leftists are making too huge a fuss out of this whole thing, lah. Uh. And so the leftist counter would be what we just said about health, but on the other, but a bit more on a philosophical level, which I've been trying to understand as well, lah. Uh, like what is the specific, what are the specific causes or what are the specific points of Roe v. Wade, the case of Roe v. Wade that that. They make it so important is that um, I think Roe v. Wade basically, uh, it, yeah, I mean you can say it's like it's kind of a backdoor kind of thing, but it used the right of the right to privacy. Mm. It used the right to privacy as a as a backdoor of saying that 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 abortion is a right to privacy as well, uh. You know, mm. the right to have an abortion is a right to your privacy, your own um, you know, your your own decision on how you want to. To conduct your affairs, lah. So, so they they're saying that uh, because of the right to privacy, therefore abortion also is a woman's right to decide how 
how she wants to construct a family and and how her body how her body uh what will happen to her body lah right yeah so and then subsequently I think there were cases like uh there's another case that is the Planned Parenthood versus Casey which I believe they they sort of reinforced what Roe v Wade was but uh this is in the early 90s uh, but I think it if I'm not wrong, if I'm what I'm hearing and reading is that it it pushed um, it further reinforced the right to abortion by by saying that um, you know what what does it fundamentally mean you know to be uh, to be free in America mm. and and part of that freedom is the freedom to you know uh, construct a family to freedom to have a family and and uh, therefore freedom to also decide how you want your family to be constructed lah. Mm. You know, because that that you know, I mean, that, that sounds like that sounds completely, uh, that sounds completely like duh to us, like Because we when we're not from the US, but remember that at one point US was a very uh a very segregated society, like, Right? Yeah. Uh, between whites and blacks, don't even say between whites and blacks. Between slave owners and slaves, like, Right? Mm. And then slaves got got their their legal rights eventually and everything, but but the point, yeah, the point there is that they ask you what what does it fundamentally mean to be a free person, like, and they and so that's how even those subsequent uh, court rulings basically say that to be a free person you must have the you, you should have the right to to construct your family as you see fit as well mm. so by removing this constitutional right to an abortion it's it's uh, everything else are like what you said like um uh contraception the the the, the access to contraception uh you know uh gay marriage all these things can also you, you think about it can, they can also come under the, these same attacks uh, these same uh, uh, attacks from the don't say attacks uh, these same arguments from the Supreme Court uh, right yeah yeah. and so that's why a lot of the legal scholars of the, of the left everything are are getting very freaked out by but, by this decision uh. but I thought I thought your your favourite argument is never the slippery slope argument right then you never go and comment mm. on all these videos. Hey, don't use the slippery slope argument, lah. Yeah, but but I mean, uh, in in the this judicial system, common that's just how common law works, lah. Mm. They have to look at legal precedents before they make judgments on the future or on future cases and all that, right? Yeah, but so, but so just it's now. just it's just I mean it's and uh, apparently in in some of the in one of the uh, concurring opinions from the Supreme Court judges as well. They were very blatant that they are definitely going to look at all these other things next, lah. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, it was also interesting. There's a video that uh someone compiled on YouTube that kind of showed what some of the elected justices, I think that the three justices that Trump installed during his presidency, what they mm. said while they were kind of being interviewed, lah, um, mm. about Roe versus Roe versus Wade, and they were all mm. saying, I mean, someone said, I think. Um, that you know, it's it's been tested multiple times and it's ten- stood the test of time. And then someone mm. else, blah blah. So basically, they were all kind of like not saying anything that is going to overturn lah. So when you watch that and then you look at what's happening now, it definitely feels like oh shit! It feels like this is a bigger, a bigger, a more strategic move for the long term lah. And that is what is scary lah. Mm. Um, and I think like like what you asked earlier, right? Why why do why should Singaporeans care about this kind of shit? I mean, first of all, I think the US is still very, very influential. And in some way, you can imagine maybe, say, the anti-abortion folks in other countries seeing like, oh shit, this that is possible as a playbook on how to do this. 
And then mm. it goes down that path. Lah. But I mean, just watching and reading the news, I am fucking, my mind is so confused because on one hand, you hear the arguments of the people who are celebrating the, the fact that this got overturned and all these supporters, they're like, you know, today life prevails and all that. And when questioned about, okay, but what does it mean for mothers who have been have been uh, uh, raped or victims of incest or sexual harassment? Then the counterpoint that you hear that I heard from some is that did, did it, then now the focus should be on, on making sure that no mother is left uncared for. You know, no child is left uncared for. Mm. But if it's like, yo man, like, um, yeah, there's the system right now is broken, but doesn't mean that, uh, okay, now, I think, I think I can imagine what they're saying is that f- for the longest time, we've had to fight about the killing of lives before children are born. Now that we're all in agreement that they shouldn't be killed, then we can focus on what to do with people who are growing up in surroundings that maybe not the best. Mm. Which mm. Found, sounds like, holy shit, that's a tall order. And then, you know, just reading the news the past few weeks, today the whole celebration is about how, you know, lives are being saved, lives of children, it's for the sake of the children. But then, mm. the same Republicans, like two weeks ago when there were 19 children who were shot dead in a primary school, um, when there was talk about, you know, like, okay, why not we reduce guns so that this kind mm. of shit doesn't happen so that no more kids don't get killed. Mm. They're also like, yo, it's nothing to do with guns, man. Yeah. It's nothing yeah. to do with guns. And then, yeah. On one hand, you see like so much talk about gender equality in 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 the in the media coming out from the US, and then for a case like this, it's like okay, we want gender equality, but for women's rights when it comes to abortion, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. So it just feels damn confusing, like like, uh, and I think that is what is maybe shocking, lah. Mm, and I mean, they are a lot of people are literally calling out the hypocrisy of the Supreme Court because I think like the day before. Mm. They they also uh, uh, there was actually a Supreme Court decision on uh, on the on the allowing um, the the allowing people to uh, carry and conceal guns in, mm. in uh, specifically in the state of New York like, and then they very I think they very vehemently said that it, oh we can't possibly leave this to the fucking to individual states to to take care of because it's such an important constitutional right. La. So they literally, you know, shot down, shot that down. And 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 Yala just said that it has to be decided at federal level. And that's the thing that Biden sent, right? Signed, right? The bill. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then the next and the next day, you know, this Roe v. Wade thing comes out and then like it, it's it's like, oh, you know, yeah, this one shouldn't be. Yeah, it should it shouldn't be shouldn't be the court to to do this kind of thing. You know, we are overstepping our boundaries. And then and like uh yeah, when it comes to abortion, we're overstepping our boundaries, you know. But when it comes to guns and all that, oh, we 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 are totally will 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 reinforce the federal the federal uh, constitutional right to bear arms and everything. Uh. Yeah. So, and then, so it tells you really tells you like, you know, as much as they say yeah, impartial, all that it really, uh, you know, their personal biases really inform the decisions they make, lah. Yeah. Yeah, and and I mean, then you maybe maybe you think like, oh, what 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 is additional factor that maybe is not present in guns? And undeniably, religion is a part of this, right? Mm. Um, and I think I'm not I'm not wrong to say that, right? It's not it's not is that is that also ambiguous that oh, is religion a part to play? No, it it is like driven a lot by the evangelical, uh, uh religious uh, people who believe that life starts at birth and. And it is God's will and all that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's a, 
So in the the interesting thing here, lah, right, is that uh, there's still that battle going on. That battle will never cease, lah, right, between pro life versus pro choice yeah. uh, debaters. Uh, yeah. The, but the really shocking thing is how how the Supreme Court has very firmly planted its flag, already, lah, and 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 sort of uh, washed itself of any of of the fifty years of 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 uh, being on the side of 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 uh, pro choice lah, so to speak, mm. you know, and suddenly just erase this fifty years of precedent. And 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 yeah lah, and everyone's saying okay, everything that has happened in fifty years, they're gonna we might there's a chance that it might be get overturned also lah, you know. Yeah. And, and this was uh very shocking for everyone. So yeah lah, I mean the ultimately you know you're not gonna I think over time we are just uh I mean this not this is not one of those things that you're gonna hear uh is is gonna be in the news cycle for the next uh you know, next three months or anything like that. Like, eventually, people around the world will forget about it because at the end of the day, in the US, you still can get an abortion if you really wanted to get it. It's just um, on the ground. Like, you'll, you'll see, you'll start seeing a lot of, uh, yeah, you'll start hearing a lot more stories of difficulties of women getting an abortion and everything, like, right? Yeah. And and I mean, yeah. I think, like, uh, I, I think it's something that everybody should at least try and understand at a very high level because this is one of those things that as you dig and dig deeper, it is not just something that happened overnight. La. Like like what you said, there was a leak in May. Um, there was a TED Talk also that came out in December 2021 that was done by one of the lawyers from one of the cases in the 80s or 90s that that referred to Roe versus Wade, where she said back then already, we need mm. to accept the fact that Roe versus Wade will be repealed in mm. the next year. It's yeah. going to happen. Um, and then mm. you you go back one year before that, there's actually a documentary that was released on Hulu about uh, Jane Roe, the one mm. from Roe vs. Wade. And, you know, you said her, it, it, it had something to do with privacy, right? Yeah, because her real name is Norma McCovey. Mm. And there was uh, uh, a clip where she was confessing on her deathbed that her stance, right? She's also a very controversial figure. La. She gave up her mm. first two kids for abortion. She wanted to abort um, her third child but uh, the ruling passed only two years later so she still had the child and the child mm. is estranged la. she's the daughter there's also an interview with her on ABC News and she never wanted to talk to her mom. but her mom, uh, Jane Rowe uh, real name Norma McCovey admitted on her deathbed that her change in stance uh, where she went from pro-choice during the time of the case to pro-life in 1995 where mm. she publicly admitted that you know, it was a horrible thing that I did and I regret was all kind of uh, orchestrated by lobbyists. Mm. And she said she was paid and she got a lot out of it and it was all fake. Mm, mm, so then you mm. look at it, you're like, oh shit, man. This this is not just a one thing that is overturned today or some uh, uh, chatter last year that it was going to be overturned. It's a huge fucking thing and it's not, it's not going to stop here. La. It's not going to stop yeah. here. Yeah. Mm-mm. And I think, uh, you know, in parallel, there's this, uh, the, on a side note, like, there's this uh, January 6th hearings going on mm. to determine whether Trump was, is criminally liable for instigating the the January 6th uh, attack on the, the Capitol building in the yeah. US and all that, like, right? Yeah. So I, w- I won't go into everything there, but but I think one thing, one takeaway that I've I've had from just uh, following a little bit about it and, and, and all is that, Actually, in the US, a lot of these, um, you know, a lot, a lot of things in the Constitution and the 
the legal processes and all that. It seems so so bureaucratic and so there's so many steps and, and they seem enshrined in as an institution and all that, right? Yeah. Um yeah, at the end of, at the end of the day, a lot of them just boil down to their agreements between people, like, you know, that this is how it's gonna be conducted. And uh, the thing about Trump was that he's just a guy who came in and said that, oh, this is how it's been conducted. Oh, I, I don't agree with it and I'm going to challenge it, you know? And that mm. has never been done in history before. So that's why it's everyone is like so like, they don't know what to do, like, right? Because there's never been someone who has come forward and challenged all these uh, all these uh, instructions and, and, and procedures and all that before. So procedurally... Basically, the US is, is sort of like they're scrambling to find answers to what happens when, when someone challenges this and all that. And then, yeah, it just tells you that that even in a, you know, a country where it seems like you know, democracy and, and the constitution is, is, is so revered and all that, right? Um, a lot of it is still very malleable uh, mm. uh, and very like uh, dependent on, 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 you know, uh, almost like you, you almost require the people to be gentlemanly in order for the whole system to to prop itself up la. and if they just decide to become you know to behave like gangsters one day and just not follow the instructions and not follow like what we said convention or starry decisis and all that right yeah you, you can just overthrow everything la, and, and everyone's like oh what the fuck i didn't know that it could just be thrown uh, overthrown like that la. you know oh, that that makes the u.s sound like one big ass corporate mnc where the you get the people who are like Try not to say buy the book because I think the yeah. left also prides itself on like disrupting shit, right? Yeah. But yeah. it must always, almost, it feels like it must almost be the perfect disruption done by this one hero who is the perfect candidate or the perfect president. Whereas on the right, right, they're like, okay, we don't care if this guy's a fucking asshole. He can yeah. have how many mistresses and all. If his value or her value is aligned with ours, did we go yeah. for them. Yeah. Right. Because in the US, no. get like, the popular support and everything. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, I don't know, like the, the politicians on the left in the US all seem like they are popular, like they'll be the cool kids, you know? They'll be mm. the cool kids in school. But maybe we don't need the cool kids, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. What a topic to start the week, man. Yeah, crazy. Crazy times in the US. Oh, and right? another thing that's interesting also, just to the last point, is that there's going mm. to be midterm elections in the middle of the year. Mm, mm, right mm. so some the silver lining I see to some of the people who are who predicted this Roe versus Wade being overturned they say okay this might be the galvanizing thing that brings the Democrats together to get their shit um, uh, uh, like together and actually kind of do better in the midterm elections like, because mm, there are a lot of Republicans mm. who also don't agree with this thing yeah uh, right so the 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 how you say uh, the the TV series that is American politics continues. La. Yeah, correct, correct, correct. Oh, well. <sighs> but, I mean, Ooh. you know, in the spirit Ooh. of uh, giving something to um, to people and then taking it back, <laughs> our next story occurs in Singapore, but it's also along those same lines of giving something to people and then taking it back and then causing a huge ruckus. Uh, it also right? involves a mother. Also yes, involves also a mother. Involves, also involves a mother. Mother. Uh, a mother's <laughs> right to a balloon, I guess. Correct, correct. A balloon. Yeah. What balloon. is this this second story? Whew, what a what a one eighty turn, uh. Yeah. Uh, with a very thin thread time both stories together. But yes, nonetheless, um, it is the news of an insurance agent from AIA who was kind of called out on Facebook by a disgruntled mother 
because at a roadshow, the insurance agent apparently gave a balloon to her daughter. But then after he found out that the mom was not a suitable prospect for him, he took the balloon back. Yeah. He did a US Supreme Court and took the balloon back. Yeah, from the child. From the child, <laughs> correct. From the yeah. child. So, yeah. so, I mean, then I, I was just surprised that there were multiple articles written about this and multiple forums mm. and fucking other insurance agents chiming in on this. Um, yeah. But basically, it all kind of like was the debate. Like, is, is the guy right to do that? Um, or is he wrong? Mm, mm. Right. Is it within the insurance agents? Uh, uh, yeah. Can they just give gifts and after that take them back because you know the the person is not as uh, valuable to them yeah. as they thought, lah. Right. Yeah. Because the the reality is like, uh, or at least apparently for these kind of road shows, right? I mean, everyone has seen these kind of road shows. You're walking in the MRT or mall or something. There are people um mm. spread out in this one area where they invite you to come and get I don't know free consultation or something. But apparently the expenses for such roadshows, so like mm-hmm. the balloons and stuff, come out of the agents' uh expenses, like agents' own pockets. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, I fucking paid for this balloon. Your mom is not mm. gonna get my insurance. Mm. I want to take the fucking balloon back. Yeah. So I mean I mean uh for for those people who, you know, maybe have uh haven't might be thinking actually the why is the mother making such a big fuss of it la, right and mm. isn't she isn't she the one being like uh, a bit of a Karen a very cheap skit and everything mm. uh, the the thing is that I think I do remember in her complaint she made a point that when you do that to a child right that means that you, you give a child a balloon especially a young child la, say say my my son's age two to three thereabouts la, right mm. you give them something after that you uh, very, and then they're delighted with it, and then they think it's fantastic—a balloon and everything, like, Right? It's the mm. it's the highlight of that day. Then the next moment, you suddenly you take it away from them, uh, You know, um, and for very valid reasons as well. Like, oh, maybe I give to the wrong person. That uh, it, it it can cause quite a lot of problems, uh, You know, because mm. uh, for the child, it's like they 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 it's they're still trying to understand a lot of these concepts of of property and you know why uh, who owns what and who who deserves what and all that so i'm not saying that it's going to scar the child like, this is probably a bit of a stretch but maybe the child will, be, will throw a tantrum and then it ends up like making it very hard for the child to go to sleep that night you know mm. and for a parent that's the worst thing possible right when you fuck up a child's day and then because of that they can't sleep properly and the the parents also end up having a very very long night like, right mm, mm, uh, mm. so do not underestimate the the severity of, 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 of what the insurance agent did or so. Mm. As in, I'm not saying that it happened, but I'm saying that it could it could lead to a child throwing a tantrum or being very angry and not understanding why and and, uh, and the parents having to deal with that fallout. Uh, but know? given the con- the gravity of the first topic, maybe maybe the agent was indirectly doing a child a service by teaching him or by teaching her early on that life mm. is full of things that will be given to you and taken back. Yeah, one donate. I think don't need to teach so early, lah. You can teach the earlier you the better. Life, we you got your whole life to learn that. <laughs> we you take your whole page, life to learn that. Take a page from McDonald's. You know, you start them early. You get them on your drugs, the, the yeah. happy meals and the chickens to set them up for life, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 you know, you can imagine and, a mom in future just telling when the daughter has something else given to her and taken back, and mom says, you know, remember the, the balloon, remember the yeah. story of the balloon, uh, and she's like, yes, mother, I remember the balloon, yeah. and I. Uh, accept that you know life is full of things that will be given to me and taken back and this is yeah. yet just another page in this book that is 
constantly being written with each passing day. And uh, that is a completely imaginary interaction <laughs> between a mother and a crying child who just had a balloon removed from them. <laughs> I yeah. can tell you thinking like, look at this fucking idiot. No child yeah. never had to dial, de- deal with a child tantrum acting like he knows so much. But you know what? I'm going to stand yeah. by that. No, because it's, 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 I mean, it is admittedly new for me also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the, I mean, I studied it in psychology, but until you actually experience it with something, like, oh shit, man, like, the, the, the concepts of uh, yours and mine and, and why you can't have certain things now and all that, it's, it takes time to learn. Uh. It takes time to learn. And then you can't blame a child for throwing attention. It's not being spoiled or anything. He's mm. just, they're just learning. What 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 it means, uh, and and yeah, like, it might be, you could say yeah, like you could give the tough medicine, like what you're saying, you know, like oh, this is a lesson for you to learn. You could do that, but uh, it should be at the on the, on the parents' own timeline, you know, mm. as in they should be the ones deciding when they want to have that conversation, and not and not like because of a administrative screw up, like 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 this in this situation here, like. Mm, yeah, mm. but okay, that that's it. That's it. You know, obviously, I sound like I'm, I'm backing the parent a lot, lah. But do mm. you think that the insurance agent, uh, did the did did a dirty on the mother and child? Um, I mean, the insurance. Okay, so th- this is one of those things that is a he say she say thing, and the parents said that um, like the agent said, sorry, I need to take back the balloon, and she took it from my daughter's hand. So, uh, so. <laughs> It, and apparently there was a second agent that approached them with an elephant balloon mm. right? but uh, by another agent uh, who didn't know of the earlier counter mm. so I think like I, I think the agent kind of uh, your question was do I think the agent was right or wrong is it? yeah correct yeah. I think the agent wow uh, it, it, oh, I want to say is that it's it's kind of uh I'm I'm on the fence no to be honest because mm. because I I still feel that if there was I don't know how the agent communicated with the mom because there's a difference mm. between the agent just going and yanking it from the child right <laughs> yeah. um but if the agent was uh more calm and more diplomatic with the mom first mm. I don't know but, but to me it's a it's a lost opportunity la, by the agent. Mm. because insurance which is ultimately if you're an insurance agent it deals with a lot of personal relationships right and mm. yeah you might not get someone who might end up being your client but they, everyone knows someone else you know yeah yeah so well, I yeah. think I always I always believe in the you know that, that if you're especially if you're doing sales and all that kind of thing it's uh, there's a, it's almost like a karmic kind of uh, cycle right yeah like like you 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 don't just like oh only be nice to person who's immediately useful to you. Uh, a lot of times you you never know that person who who's wearing the tattered jeans and tattered tattered shorts and tattered t shirt. He's probably he might be the richest guy in the room, like You know. Yeah, but, uh, but and, do you and, think? And, what do you think about the agent? Like what you say, like, I think uh, very short sighted in some sense. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, yeah, like, maybe the mother for this particular show is not your target audience and all that. But you give a balloon, you cuckoo with their children, play a little bit. Then, and then you know, next, the next time you have a roadshow and it happens at this, you know, a year later, something like this woman's walking by and she's looking to buy insurance for her child, you know, for example. And and and, and she sees you, hey, hi, nice, nice to see you again. 
and then they, they, she remembers the good interaction and she might ask for a recommendation or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and it's just, I, I think, I mean, just giving a balloon to a child is, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you, if you, if you make them smile, that's a, it's a, you know, you, you earn points in heaven or so lot, right? Yeah. And I mean, like, it's one of those things that, uh, if, it just feels like then, then your intentions, what? That means you don't really care about a child. Like, you just want to talk to the mom, right? Yeah. Then yeah. it just feels like, yo, man, you are, you're just potentially turning off uh, a pot- uh, like a potential customer or referral. Like, and yeah. with, like, if, you're, if you're in sales, a lot of it like is dealing with rejection. Like, I mean, we have been rejected yeah. how many fucking times already? Um, yeah. And of course, it still hurts. But it feels like maybe that's a tactic because after mm. the first agent took the balloon, a second agent came and tried to give a balloon again. Yeah. Hey, but then you're very privileged. Huh? You're th- you, don't, you don't know how much balloon is very expensive now, okay? Balloon, balloon plus the helium gas very expensive. Yeah, now. that's true. Inflation, that's true. everything. Balloon privilege. So, so okay, yeah. No, I mean, but then, but then to me, it's still a balloon is still a very um, relatively cheap form of a uh, a gift, lah. Yeah. I mean, if it was something more, like, like let's say, like a I don't know, a box of chocolates or something, then maybe I would be like, oh, okay. Then you then, take back on like, the kid. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty expensive. Sorry, I have to take it back, lah. You know, so that, was, I thought balloon still okay lah. I mean, how much? A few dollars max. Maybe the penguin balloon was like some baller ass penguin balloon. Oh yeah, it's one of those giant like yeah. damn expensive balloons. Because like those 30, kind of balloons, dollars. it's not just a regular balloon with helium. It might be shaped as a penguin. Yeah. Right. Because so that means like if you're saying if you're walking with your kid and someone gave him a box of chocolates and then find out oh you're you're not a profile and he took back the chocolates, you would be a little more forgiving. Uh yeah probably because I don't think we have opened the chocolates to eat yet. And secondly, mm. is uh, uh I can understand like, Okay like, this is this must my, it was an honest mistake and it was it, this looks pretty expensive. We probably it's probably part of your commission and everything also like, yeah, Or maybe you know? maybe talk to you first and then figure out uh, if you are the wrong profile and all. Then go on if you are the right profile, then you give the balloon. Uh or yeah yeah correct. Or even I say, you know yeah I'm sorry this one was really only meant as a gift for for people who sign up for the thing, you know, if you want a balloon, I can sell it to you at cost price, lah, you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but that would probably even be even worse, lah, right? Yeah. But um, but taking it back, I think from the child, that's that's the part where when the child's psyche also gets affected, then it's not it's not nice, lah. Yeah. Yeah. So it just feels like hmm, like uh, yeah. You read the the Facebook post, yeah. The person gave a penguin balloon to the kid, asked if she could ask the mother a few questions, asked a few questions to the mother, didn't fit the profile, and she said she needs to take back the balloon. She took it, and the mother was just standing there, and someone came with an elephant balloon. Wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, so it just feels like the tactics. Hmm. But AI came out and apologized also. Mm, right? Mm. Because the share did, uh, the post did get like 2,600 shares. Yeah. Right. So, so and they, the AI did say they have roadshow guidelines but it just mm. felt like mm, interesting uh, this one interesting yeah tough one uh. I guess I guess in any kind of um, service industry they're probably they are probably more um, they're probably more ready for the, for situations like this lah, right yeah let's say, say for example like you know as steward, stewards or as stewardesses and all that uh, you know, they, they every time there's a child on board, they usually get a bit more. Sometimes they get a welcome gift or something like that, lah, right? Mm, mm, mm. And 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 you know, I, I think 
or if a child is like screaming and very upset or there's always some ways to help mitigate the situations uh. maybe maybe the insurance agents also need to like take some lessons from from those industries as well uh, right mm-hmm. that they're not just in a they're not just doing sales uh, they're also doing there's also some form of customer service that they have to engage in also uh. Yeah, 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 and then product. Let's uh, say, yeah, what was the term? A client recovery. Yeah, service recovery. Service recovery. Yeah, service recovery. Yeah, client recovery sounds a bit different. Eh? Yeah, that sounds like like extraction or taken and all that. But uh, yeah, service recovery. Long like like yeah, when 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 a mother like that is very upset, then what do you do, lah? Yeah. Mm mm mm. But, yeah, yeah, man. Those are the big debates that people are having in Singapore. <laughs> big debates <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah like uh, yeah that's that's where it's at Um, I, I don't think that discussion is going to be carrying on over the next few weeks unlike our first topic mm-hmm. Um, so yeah uh, as always if you have any thoughts on either of the topics please head on over to our subreddit the link is in the show notes yeah Uh, but now yes are we ready for our one short comment of the week yeah, actually, I think the cool thing is that there's been a lot of uh, posts and comments about, uh, yeah, people just talk, talking about things that they hope that we talk about on the podcast or, and various things like that, lah, right? Including including the topics today. Uh, but what was your one-shot comment, yeah? Uh, my one-shot comment was uh, <laughs> from Bud Den Ho four days ago uh, on the episode uh, 301, Singapore's Attitudes Towards 3778 Shift. And uproar over restaurants, $50 fee for birthday cake. Um, so, uh, the comment was that they love the level of angst Harish brought when he said even a singing a fucking song at time, at about birthday songs. Uh, mm. And <laughs> they assume that I hate fucking birthday songs with a vengeance. I actually don't know. Um, mm. I think my stance on birthdays have evolved over the years. Uh, I, I will also admit that you played a part in uh, making me think about the the point of a birthday, uh, as in it's less mm. about the person, but it's about pe- bringing people together, mm. And I will I will say that at those bringing together of peoples, I always like singing the birthday song because it just makes the person celebrating feel fucking awkward, and I love doing that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so I I I I love it, man. But then, oh, don't worry, I I I like birthday songs. Can you elaborate a little bit about what was your stance on birthdays before I? Before I okay. swooped in and yeah, and don't take the, full credit lah. Okay, you were just like a yeah. small a part to play, a Catalyst. small part to play. No, my, okay. my whole yeah. thing was like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't like. I find it weird organizing something just to celebrate me. Mm. Like you know, people mm. always used to be okay. I'm having a birthday party, and I'm like, ugh, fuck, this feels so weird. Um, and like when people celebrated their birthday parties and organized stuff, I mean, it's nice, but. I won't deny that there were times in the past I was like, fuck lah, can we just meet up? We have to make this birthday party, birthday party. But then over time, I think I still feel a little weird saying, okay, is my birthday party come? Um, but I feel a little less weird about, okay, like just, I don't know, just meeting up with friends. Uh, it just gives a bit more reason for people to gather. Like, and I think as you get older, you realize it's not as easy to hang out with friends or people you care about. And a birthday yeah. is a, just a reason to bring people together. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, so, I think I think I was, uh, I I protested your your stance on it because like a lot of times you never even inform anybody 
Oh yeah, uh, even when we all were all working in the same <laughs> office, like day to day, everything, you would not even tell people that that day was your birthday and all that lah. Mm. And I was very offended by that lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a in a sense, I feel like, hey, if you are in close proximity with other people, you spend time with them, and it just happens to be, you know, an anniversary or a, a milestoneable. I don't even know. Oh, this new word, milestoneable like uh occasion lah, right? Mm. Of your of your day, of your life. And you are you are spending it with these people. I, I thought the I always think that you should. I mean, you should just uh point out to, to people like acknowledge, let them know that you know hey, there's this thing going on for me, and and yeah and 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 for everyone, we all everyone can deal with you know uh, a, a bit more reason to be happy for others or to celebrate. So you were uh, offended. Uh, you were legit offended. As in, yeah, I, 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 and I'm more offended more because also I'm your friend, uh, yeah. Mm. So especially if I was just your colleague, I didn't, and nothing more, then maybe I'll be like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, or if I didn't like you, like, right? You mm. know? But because you're a friend, I feel like it's these are the kind of things that friends celebrate for each other, right? Once in a while, they just buy you a drink or buy you a, a, a you know, a meal or something like that. And, and and it's all these small interactions that 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 add up to what being a friend means, lah, right? Mm. And when you deny someone that chance because of your own mistaken belief that it's about you, uh, yeah, that, I, I, that, that's the part I didn't like, lah. Yeah. What mistaken belief? Like you're just yeah. saying it's a, a wrong mistaken, belief. It's not a right or wrong belief. belief. It is a different yeah. belief. And it's maybe maybe Terence, maybe it's a question for <laughs> you. You know, why do you feel so angsty about this one day where you can show appreciation for me as a friend? Why not just be more appreciative on a day-to-day basis? Huh? Because why not? The, the, why the, not? It comes with other ba- other baggage. Oh, I can't, I can't, like, you know, I can't eat meat today. That kind of thing. Hey, like, what? Fuck you, la, okay? <laughs> How to celebrate birthday? That, that <laughs> fuck you, la. There are eggless cakes think. out there, yeah. okay? There are yeah. very good vegetarian restaurants. Don't give yeah. me that shit. And a, my yeah. birthday falls on a Tuesday once every seven years. <laughs> so don't give me that shit <laughs> how do you know it's every seven years uh? I assume la, like, I mean oh, the, the, the year is an odd number uh, 365 okay, days yeah. chances are it shifts seven days a week yeah. I assume la, I assume <laughs> yeah yeah but, but, yes. but yeah la, I think I think as, especially as you get older la, right, you realise like you can literally count the number of times that you are going to meet up with your friends For before birthday, you die yeah, yeah. Correct, yeah. Correct, yeah. so if a birthday is a reason to get everyone together just to just to say, hey, how have you how have you been? Mm. I've been good, you know. It's, it's it's a it's a very beautiful thing. Yeah, I mean, not to add on another comment, but there was another comment about how I say the word "bird birthday." Birthday, and yeah. They say birthday, yeah, like birthday. birthday sounds so so much work, lah. Birthday, yeah, bird, birthday, 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 birthday. Yeah, yeah. But, but what about but, you, man? Cool. Uh, no, I mean, my one short comment was about the. Uh, from our latest uh, podcast with uh, uh, Winpin, mm. the head of Grabfin Singapore. Uh, I think Hello Casper was saying, uh, you know, uh, the one shop thing about Indian mangoes, I actually had them a few days ago and they are the sweetest, juiciest mangoes I've eaten in a long time. And, and, and you know, he just continues waxing lyrical about uh, Indian mangoes, uh, which is awesome because I think, uh, you know, it's like I say, like every time when, when uh, it's cool when someone actually discovers new flavors in their life and everything um, and yeah you, you, you can get through even at, like like your age my age 30s 40 you can get like you can get through most of life and still not have tried a, <coughs> sorry a certain flavor mm. and it blows your mind when you actually try it mm. so, so I, I hope I hope that moment 
that moment came for Hello Casper. I'm very glad that we we all got to share that moment uh, with you in some way. Are yeah. there Chinese mangoes? Uh, yeah, I'm sure China has mangoes, but they're probably not as juicy. Like, yeah. Oh, just more yeah. like, concerned about money. Yeah. Mm, or, I don't know, gambling. <laughs> they got gambling addiction. Gambling mangoes. Yeah, gambling mangoes. <laughs> but yeah, cool. worth trying. Hello, Casper. Thank you yeah. for sharing your that experience of yours. Yeah, cool. And, and, what, and, and what about your one shock thing for the past few days, man? Uh, my one shock thing for the past few days... Um, do you want to go ahead? Yeah, I can. Um, so mine was a website that I can't remember how I came across. I think it was one of those things like on Twitter, like people were saying, oh, just interesting websites to check out. And it's called readsomethinggreat.com. Mm. Um, incidentally enough, like uh, I found out that it, the person who made this is a friend of a friend, but that only came after like, when I first saw this website. Yeah, it's called readsomethinggreat.com. And the whole thing is every day there will be five articles that are manually cre- curated by the creator of this website that uh, he thinks it's worth is worth reading. Like. And mm. thankfully, it's not just all about tech or all about productivity. It's about some I mean, about history, about uh, like uh Pro, pro, like a uh, hundred tips for a better life, uh, the empire and development in first millennium Europe, um, and and it just very a, a nice spread of articles that I found interesting the past few days that I tried it. So now it's almost becoming like every morning I just open it up and like I see oh okay a couple of nice articles that I wouldn't have chanced upon otherwise, uh, and mm. I just like that it's such a simple idea. It's made by just one person, and yeah, just check it out, man. Mm. Yeah, readsomethinggreat.com. I see, I see, I see. Yeah. Interesting. How do you chance upon it again? Um, I think, yeah, I think it was on Twitter. Like one of those accounts I follow is, okay, here are 10 websites that you should check it out. So now Twitter is full of listicles and Twitter threads and all that, right? So I just checked yeah. out one and I checked out a few. Because, you know, like I, I do like uh, coming across new apps and websites and, um, how do you say, uh, uh, curation, uh, like content curators and stuff like that so I came across this I was like oh shit this is a cool website and now I think because I do bookmark articles like I'm sure everyone does but um, I assume also most people have like oh shit you have bookmarked so many articles then it just becomes like this mm. fucking pile of Unreadable. bookmarks that you never get to yeah, yeah, yeah right yeah. so this one was just like okay every day just five articles yeah cool true yeah um, cool. my one short thing is uh, I mean the very very uh I, it was just one of those weekends so I just jumped into documentaries. La. But uh, this is a documentary that I, I don't know if a lot of people managed to catch. La. But it's called, it was on Netflix, it's called Cyber Hell. Um, it was, and it was actually about, um, sorry, the full name is Cyber Hell, Exposing an Internet Horror. Uh, it's actually, a, I think it came out in April. It's a, it was the documentary about the, a case of, um, Cyber bullying on Telegram that happened in South Korea uh, over the last couple of years. Uh. Mm. So I'm not sure if you heard about it, but it was basically about uh, these Telegram chat groups that were set up uh, where uh, there was there were a couple of key figures like uh, who they would um, you know fish uh, nude photos from from uh, young girls in South Korea, young school going girls. And then after that, they would uh, stalk these girls, 
get their addresses, get their, 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 you know, their parents' emails and phone numbers and then threaten to send these um, nude photos or indecent photos to, to their extended family. Lah. Mm. And then the girls will be like, please, please, no, no, no. What do you want from me? And then they would rather than like, rather than just uh, wanting money or ransom or anything like that from them, they actually make them send even more photos. Mm. You know, they blackmail them. They ask them to to pose in really degrading ways to, you know, yeah, strip and pose or or and, and do very uh, sexually graphic and explicit things to themselves. Uh, or even just very disgusting things like licking, licking the toilet seat, that kind of thing, you know, and take videos fuck? and photos of themselves. And then they would share it in these um, private telegram chat groups. And then sometimes they would even... Uh, invite the victim to that chat group and then all the people in the chat group will be will be harassing her and, and saying shit to her all in the chat group all at the same time. Uh. So it's it's literally imagine imagine like you just gonna like fished in some you know by some guy who, who claimed to wanted to pay you for modeling photos or that kind of thing. And then next thing they're like, okay, if you don't if you don't send me another photo of yourself naked, I'm gonna send this to your father in in ten seconds, ten, nine Eight, seven, six, five, four, and then you know they quickly take something and send. So you think I'm joking? You know I don't. I'm I'm really gonna send this in five seconds. Uh. Oh five, four, three, two, one. So so, this went on for years and and hundreds. I think hundreds of girls were involved in. Uh, uh, it, it 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 um, I mean the documentary itself. I would say it, <clears throat> it's not the most uh riveting, like visually riveting documentary I've watched. Uh, that's for sure, but. Just the f- just watching how they managed to trace these people, and managed to catch them eventually, and 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 the extent to which these people were were going out of their way to to remain like in the background la. That means they didn't want to be caught. They didn't want to be identified. They didn't want to be hidden. They they wanted to stay hidden. Uh, it's pretty shocking la, You know, and uh, it, it's in this day it makes me very fearful for like. Uh, especially if you're a father to a young, you know, a young uh, girl in school and everything, how easy it is to have your life ruined by by one or two like uh, bad decisions, or you know. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so it's pretty, it's pretty horrifying a uh, documentary. I'm very surprised that uh, it didn't not as many people uh, watched it and talked about it as 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 I thought it would. But and it's such a recent thing, also. You know, all these arrests that they've made were made during in the last two years during COVID and all that. Uh, so um, yeah, I think it's just as a warning for for uh, anyone who shares stuff on the internet, lah. That's it's uh, yeah, you you it can put you in a cyber hell. Wow, shit! That sounds dark as hell, man. Yeah, it's very dark. Yeah. What yeah. the hell? Um, but yeah, that's yeah. my one shook thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Awesome! What a nice way to end the podcast. Yeah, well, it's been a heavy one. Yeah, but feels good, man. Feels good. Feels we good. finally scratched the itch. Right. And yeah, we will yes. talk to you guys very soon.